This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not, it works. No, not me. No, no, the fan. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is Chops. And Craig WK. And this week we are bringing you... A wonderful game that I would like to spoil and say is Craig's favorite. It is my favorite Mega Man game of all time. I would not say, by any stretch of the imagination, it is the best Mega Man game. Right. I would not say. I would definitely say it's not the best. Yeah, it is certainly not the best. But it is my favorite, and it is Mega Man 7. Released on the Super Nintendo on September 1st, 1995, this action platformer was made by Capcom. It, of course, stars Mega Man as he finds out that his nemesis, Dr. Wily, orchestrates, uh, has orchestrated an escape from jail and plans to threaten the world with a robot army once again. Oh, that you know, seems, you know, pretty much the same plot as all the other ones. Oh, like all the six jail. others? Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much every Mega Man, every basic Mega Man game. It's Dr. Wily popping out at some point and doing bad things. Yeah, and if it's not a- him, it's Dr. Cossack who's being controlled by Dr. Wily. Yep. Or it's uh, the mysterious Dr. X. Mr. X. X. Mr. X. Who's also just totally blatantly Dr. Wily. In disguise. Not even that good of a disguise. No, he's not. He's got a big nose. He's hard to, it's hard to hide it. It also, like, I think he had the same hair in that game. Yeah, anyway. Well, anyways. <laughs> why are we talking about this game? Why are we talking about Mega Man 7? Why are we talking about Mega Man 7? What makes Mega Man 7 so special and uh, holds your heart as favorite? Oh, now that's a good question. Uh, Mega Man 7 is uh, not the first Mega Man game I owned. It is the seventh Mega Man game you owned. Not, no, it was the second. Okay. It was Sorry, the... I was oh, no. Actually, I think it might have been my third. I think uh, I owned Mega Man X when it first came out. And then Mega Man 7 came out after... Mega Man X. Correct. Which is so weird, which we'll get to that. But uh, uh, but no, it was uh, I'd gotten it for, I think it was Christmas from my grandparents, and uh, I had really enjoyed Mega Man 3. Back when I was a kid, though, uh, I had, my, my copy of Mega Man 3 was lost to me, which is a, a, a tale of woe. Do you, do you want to hear the story now, Chops? I mean, I guess. I don't know. When I was a kid, uh, the Super Nintendo had just come out. Uh, or no, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was before the Super Nintendo came out. This was just when I had the Nintendo. And my mom had uh, a friend of the family. And this guy, who's a friend of our family, uh, had a girl, a new girlfriend who had a kid who was not very well-to-do 
and had, but had a Nintendo. And my mom said, Craig, loan, and I don't even remember the kid's name now. It's been so many years. She's like, loan this kid your, some of your Nintendo games. And I was like, Ma, I, I don't know. Like, we don't really know this kid. Like, he's not a friend of mine. He's just this, like, random kid that, like, kind of knows this friend of our family. Like, I'm not really comfortable with this. And my mom was like, Craig, you're being selfish. I assure you, you will get those games back one way or the other. And my mom forever <laughs> proved to me that even your own mother can lie to your face. And then there's nothing sacred in this world because that friend of the family broke up with that woman. Of course. And I never saw those games again. I never got a hold of my Mega Man 3 along with, uh, uh, I think there was uh, Mario 2. I ended up getting again just because Mario 2 was you know cheap and readily available. wasn't a huge deal. And there were a few other Nintendo games that I lost. But Mega Man 3 was one of the ones that I was just like, really? Mega Man 3? Like, like, it was like my only Mega Man game. It was also probably about one of the best Mega Man games ever made. Yeah. And then the family was brutally murdered. And then you had chains with uh, swords strapped to your arms. And then you sought revenge for that, right? Angst? <laughs> bloodthirsty? <laughs> And Dead Family. That's full right. circle. That's full circle. Full you circle. don't know what we're talking about, listen to last week's episode. Yeah, listen to our God of War episode. Anywho, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I uh, this was like my, my not my first Mega Man game by any stretch, but it was the first like copy of a Mega Man game that was a return to form for the Blue Bomber. Was it a return to form, really? Because I mean, it's, it's a 16-bit version of original Mega Man. So uh, to me... I don't consider it a return to form. Here's the thing, though. Mega Man X came out in between. Yeah, I know. So here's the thing. It was That was Mega Man X. That was like him going in a different direction. And then they made Mega Man 7, which was a return to form. Uh, okay. It wasn't a very long hiatus, it but it not. was a return to form okay. at least. Okay. You gotta give me that. I won't, but okay. <laughs> I'm taking it regardless. I figured. Yeah, I... Uh, Mega Man 7 actually got a fair amount of flack. It, it did. Ca- it came out on after Mega Man X. It was way too much like the NES series, quote unquote. And the best of the way I look at it, Chops, is it seems weird to me that, you know, everyone complains. Like everyone's like, oh, my God, like Mega Man went into like all these weird directions, blah, 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 blah. It's really like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like that. He's like in a pseudo like mini RPG, you know, Mega Man. Uh, uh, Who are those people? I will hurt them. Mega Man Legends is what you're talking about. No, I was referring to like the the uh, the GBA uh, Mega Man games where like you're on a grid. Are you talking about Mega Man Battle Network? Battle Network. Yeah, you have Battle yeah, I will Network. hurt those people, too, because I like those games. I don't know if I would get that defensive of Battle Network. I, but that's I will get that defensive. We will have an episode on a Battle Network. <sighs> I guarantee we? it. I don't know. Guarantee, guarantee it. That. That's I will, not something. Uh, it is a Legend of Retro guarantee. It's. I'm going to see what I can do about that, everyone. Don't worry about it. I'll see what I can do. Don't worry. Uh, but uh, but no, so like, you know, he has all these RPGs and stuff, you know, even Mega Man Legends, Battle Network, Star Force, Ravagers. Yeah, that one's done. That one's done. yeah so you have all these different weird Mega Man, like, offshoots. Still, when Mega Man Seven came out, it got flack for not for being too much like the old original Mega Man. See, I don't even consider it like the old Mega Man games. It it, it because it came out after X. It reminded me, it was like, hey, the success of X w- was good. We'll just take what the original Mega Man was and just make it X, but not X. That's what I thought of it as. 
Really? Because, I mean, it, it, it is basically just another regular series Mega Man game. Yes. It's not like they stole things from X. It's just it's 16-bit. It just reminds... So I didn't own a Super Nintendo growing up. Oh, yeah. I played just Nintendo games, just super, uh, regular Nintendo Mega Man games. And I had a friend who I had gone over like once or twice. I had a Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I played Mega Man X for the first time. Like, okay. It wasn't until years later that I played this game, and, I, oh. and I'm like, this is just like it's, it wants to be X. But it's just a mainline Mega Man sh- series game. So like, I never really got into it. Interesting. Now, uh, yeah, for me, this was about my only, aside from I had X, but then I had 7. And so if I wanted to play a regular Mega Man game, this was my go-to when okay. I was a kid. Yeah. And like, because I didn't have 3 anymore, you know, it was forever lost to me because of my mother decided to be a good person. And anyway, uh, and uh, so, you know, I, uh, I I really, I played the heck out of this game. And uh, I mean, it, it's, it's honestly, it's sort of like just kind of like a, a, a step up from Mega Man 6. You know, you, you can find the rush adapters. You find the letters R, U, S, and H hidden throughout the game. And you get that red suit with the jet pack and yep. you can shoot your fist out and it comes back to you, you know. In fact, Actually, I think that might be an ability. The fist coming back to you uh, might be something you have to buy as an upgrade in the game. Yeah, so you get, uh, was it uh, chips or bolts? Bolts, yeah. You find you like get bolts. bolts and you can buy stuff from Roll uh, to make, right? Or is auto. it Auto? Auto, auto from yep. Auto. You buy uh, stuff from, from auto. auto. And yeah, you can get different kind of power ups or like increases to certain things, right? Yeah, you, uh, let's see. Some of the things you can buy are, uh, uh, you can actually get an adapter, which makes it so that when you pick up like weapon uh, uh Energies? Yeah, and weapon energy, it goes to whatever needs it like the most. Yeah. Which is really cool. So even if you don't have it equipped, it's still helping you getting right. those, you know, uh, boosts. That's really cool. Uh, you have an ability you can get where you can exit stages you've already beaten. That's something you can snag. You can get E tanks, uh, weapon tanks, and uh, uh, there's also a, like a super tank, I think it's called, where it restores all of your health and it also restores all of your weapons. Yeah, the, the master... Uh, master uh, uh, tank? tank? Yeah. Maybe they it's master in the, tank. In the other series, uh, the other games as well. Oh, cool, cool. So yeah, you have uh, you can buy all those things. You can also find them in the, the levels. Yeah. Uh, Rush even has a, a special ability where he can like sniff out items. Yeah, that was weird. There are certain points in the game where you like need to use it to find like weapons you and items you need in right. the game uh you can also uh uh eventually you can get beat the beat whistle again so beat the little like robot bird will yeah. save you if you fall there's a lot of fun stuff to this game that you can get and honestly unlike all the other Mega Man games this is a Mega Man game where i can sit down and just honestly like get every secret in the game plow through it beat the game and actually like you know beat it pretty quick i would say now does this one have the the ball no, that, that was eight? the that was eight. That, was that eight, had okay. the stupid ball. Yeah, okay. That was really dumb. Um. So, but what's different about this is, and again, this is another character that I didn't really get into until later in life. You have a new enemy, frenemy, I guess. Yeah, and in, this he is an enemy in the name of Base and Treble. Base and Treble, uh, a uh, another like a Mega Man clone, basically. He's right. a, a robot guy with his robot dog. Yes. And, uh, well, it's like a wolf, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a robot wolf. I mean, it might as well be a robot wolf. The right. thing's huge. Uh, I also love that like when, when Treble appears or when he's like leaving the, the battlefield, he makes this horrible grating sound. Yeah. It sounds like a lawnmower being it's revved up. It's like terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. It's so good. But uh, uh, 
interesting uh, side note, uh, in Japan, Mega Man is known as Rock Man. Right. His sister is named Roll. Rock and Roll. Proto Man is named Blues. In Japan? He, he is? I didn't know that. Yes, his name is Blues. Okay. Uh, uh, tr- uh, bass and uh, Treble, who it, still have a musical theme to their, their American name. Is it, is it jazz? No, it is gospel and forte. That's it, okay. How weird For, is gospel that? Gospel and forte. So, in, in, it's funny that you bring this up prior. In the Battle Network series, you battle uh, forte and bass. And they're two separate things, too. Oh, interesting. Oh, and uh, as a quick aside, uh, Beat, the bird, yep. Beat, uh, the uh, the cat in the Mega Man series, which only appears, I think, in the Game Boy games, <laughs> is named Tango. Okay. And I think, I could be crazy, but it, it might only be in promotional art. Wily, in, in, in either one of the games or uh, potentially just in promotional art, has like a robot uh, raven known as a reggae. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's uh, oh, everyone's geez. got uh, yeah musical themed uh, names. Apparently, so um, so okay, so this is so you it's a harken back to the original games. Yeah, so that means you've got eight robot masters that you're fighting, and then Wily's castle, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, there's there's extra stuff like there's an intro stage, which is kind of neat. There's like a midway like point, yeah, kind of like Mega Man X. There's a midway stage. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a. Uh, uh, yeah, there's uh, like little events like that and stuff throughout the game. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, you you fight, uh, I think it's four robot masters, and then once you defeat them, you unlock the remaining four. Right, so you have to beat Burst Man, Cloud Man, and Junk Man first. And then and Freeze Man. And, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Freeze Man. Burst Man, Cloud Man, Junk Man, Freeze Man. And then after that, you get to fight off the next four, which are Shade Man. Um, I'm, I'm losing my place here. Back me up. Slash Man. Slash Man. You have Spring Man. Spring Man. And Turbo Man. Turbo Man. I, I know this game pretty well, so I can go off memory for a lot of this stuff. Nice, nice. And in this, do you get, is it eight or is this one that you get Proto Shield? You do get uh, Proto Man Shield in this game. You do. Uh, you, uh, uh, you, you can find him hidden in one of the levels. I And you have to beat him, I think. Yes, you have to fight him and defeat him. And then he gives you his shield. Which is not especially great. Like, it doesn't really do that much. I think it prevents you from sliding, but it blocks shots it if blocks, you... Yeah, yeah, it blocks shots if you're standing still, and then you can shoot through, like, with it equipped still. You Yeah, you tuck the shield away and yeah, fire. Yeah. So, like, so long as you're not firing, you're blocking shots. Right. So, like, yeah, there's a ton of really fun things to do in this. And it's 16-bit graphics. It's got the soundtrack similar to, like, a Mega Man X. It's, it's a... A unique soundtrack for it, and I just—I don't know. Me personally, I, would, I just not a huge fan of it. I would argue that the soundtrack is not uh, similar to X in the least. X is very heavy and like rock-like. Is it? See again, like I guess I just equate it to what X was because I didn't get to play a lot of X at the time when I when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I just wanted classic Mega Man. I just wanted I wanted eight bit Mega Man level. And I haven't had it. And when, so six. Well, you came have out. had it though. You had nine and ten, which were also eight bit afterwards. But at the time, fair enough. Since I didn't have a Super Nintendo, um, and I just had an NES, I wanted an NES Mega Man. Listen, but I was also a kid. I didn't understand that, like you know, you end it ends production on on the previous right. system. I, I don't. I didn't understand this at the time. I'm just explaining what All my right. feelings were as a spoiled uh, youngest child of three. Fair enough. Fair enough. I uh, 
So here's a, a few interesting things I wanted to uh, run by you, Chops. So according to interviews, the team who worked on Mega Man 7 had to complete the game. Do you know in how long? In a year? <laughs> three months. Oh, my God. They had three months. But even though the game was super rushed, uh, I think it came out great. And imagine what they could have even done with more time. Uh, Keiji Inafune uh, and many others on the project have said that even though it was super rushed and incredibly stressful, it was one of the most fun jobs they ever had. Wow. It was like the most fun they ever had working on like a video game or at the very least a Mega Man game. And he had done a lot of work on this game. He has kind of kind of like checked himself out, I think, of the series at this time a little bit, but he came in to do a bunch of work for this one, right? Keiji Inafune had a pretty big hand in this, if I'm not mistaken. And, and Keiji Inafune has gotten some flack in recent years because of uh, Mighty Number no. 9's mm-hmm. debacle, which is a little bit more current, so we're not going to delve too deep into that. But uh, but basically, back then, Keiji Inafune was sort of like the the go to guy for Mega Man. Yeah, you know, and he so he created Auto, which he referred to as the Tin Man. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, he did rough sketches for Base and Trouble uh, at the time. They were Baroque and Crush. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I really like Baroque. Baroque is a cool name. Yeah, Baroque is pretty great. Um, but then they were also, but then these were essentially handed off, and then they were uh, designed fully by someone else. Yeah. But uh, f- just like other Mega Man games, they received people's submissions for robots. Yeah, yeah. Japan. They received. You know how many people or how many submissions they received? Oh, it had to be a bunch. How many? Over uh, two hundred and twenty. Thousand character submissions. Oh, wow. 220,000. How do you, I, I guarantee they did not go through all of those submissions. The, I mean, you would think they couldn't, right? In like three that's, months? Well, you know what, though? I mean, you got to think Capcom is a big company and you got a lot of interns. And you know what? If you, you know, if you divvy it out to enough people, it can be done quick enough. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to say they did look at every single submission, not by a, a like a, a long shot. But I, I could see it happening. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't totally throw that out the window. Right. Just you know. I mean, that's just a lot of submissions. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other unique stuff with this that I don't know if you know about. Um, one of the development team's goals was to add locations where the robot master weapons could be used to interact with the levels. Yeah. Yeah. But this wasn't. Uh, like discussed pro- publicly with the team at first. Inafune <laughs> he wanted to include a hidden boss battle mode, and then recommended the idea to the game's playtester one week before the game went to beta. You know what? That sounds like a super short amount of time, but considering it was like a three month production yeah. window, really, that was a fair fair amount of time there. Yeah, yeah. And they decided to include this mode uh, with the, in the conditions that Mega Man and Base yep. be the only playable characters and it would have no bugs. And they did it in two days. That's super impressive. Two days. Yeah, it's a fighting game. You yeah. enter in a password. Yep. You enter in like a, I think it's a password and even like a button combo. You have to do a, yeah, a, a secret password with it. Yep. And you basically unlock a fighting mode where it's Mega Man versus base. And you have like very like simple moves. Like you have the, the Hadouken is like, you know, shooting an energy shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, it, Mega Man has a slide. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, Mega Man also has like an uppercut. I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't play this, but they made it so hard that the only way to beat it is with an energy tank. 
Interesting. They made it that difficult that you have to have an energy tank for it, which was kind of similar with, with the game development. The beginning of the Mega Man series was they made the game to where the people who created it had to play the game and be able to beat it without taking a hit, I think. Oh. Which is why they made it so difficult and it's so unique that, that they made them so hard so that it it forced them to have to try to beat the game like that. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, they're just crazy about difficult games for Mega Man. I don't know why, but it, is, it I, makes it, it defines it. It's it's interesting to me because I, I've been told by some people that Mega Man 7 is a, a pretty easy game. Like, it's not an especially difficult Mega Man game. I, I, I've played it so much that, to me, it is really easy, but I don't know if that's just because I've played it so much or what. But uh, Mega Man 7 does have what's hailed as the hardest final boss of a Mega Man game. Why? The final Wily, yeah, it's super super tough. I got like I got into the the hang of it just because I played it so many dang times. But basically, he's in this little skull capsule. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teleports around the battlefield, launches like energy shots into the ground, which like shoot across the ground, and then he launches out like a projectiles as yep. well that like erratically move around the battlefield depending on their element, and it's just crazy. It's. They kind of went all out. You said they had fun. It's a lot of fun to make a guy think a boss like that and try to force somebody to play it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, I could totally see that. The uh, yeah, I, I I really 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 enjoy Mega Man Seven. Now the, the game though almost didn't come out. Oh, did you know this? Go on. In 1995, Capcom announced that the English translation was finished for the game. But they decided not to release it. Oh, right. Did uh, Nintendo bring it over? Well, because it was such a huge negative reaction from fans, they eventually released it. And uh, Capcom's North American division um, did that. And they admitted that they were, like, too conservative on the release of it and, like, kind of scaled back the supply for the game because they didn't, oh. I don't know, they didn't, I don't know why they didn't want to release it, but they basically they, they weren't going to release the American translation until people got really upset about it. You know what? I, I, now that you mention it, I do remember like rumors about that. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't really remember a lot about the game. Maybe one of the reasons why I was so excited to get Mega Man 7 is because it was like, you know, like, Oh, we don't know if it's coming. You know, right. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I, the, I, there is uh, uh, something else I wanted to touch base on with you about the game. Uh-oh. And that's, it, it's that uh, there's a uh, a moral kind of conundrum at the end of the game for Mega Man. Oh, is this the one that you were tr- you had thought of beforehand that you couldn't remember? So, yeah, so uh, potentially. I'm not sure what you're okay. referring right. to exactly. We'll, we'll but, yeah. yeah. So, at the end of Mega Man 7, Mega Man... Like, you know, defeats Dr. Wily. Dr. Wily's capsule is destroyed. He falls to the ground. And Wily's like, oh, my God, I'll never do it again. Oh, my God, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Precisely. He's, he sounds like Arnold. I'm not sure why, but yes. Mega Man, what are you doing? Save me. And Mega Man points his blaster at him. And he's like, no. He's like, you have had so many opportunities. You're no, no. Like, there's no way. You're not getting away this time. And he starts charging his energy shot. And Dr. Wily is like, you can't do that. You're a robot. And Mega Man, in the American version, then says, I'm more than a robot. Continues charging. And then 
uh, there's uh, a like a brief moment before he fires, and then Bass comes in, scoops up Wiley, and basically says like, you know, he who hesitates is like doomed to fail, Mega Man, and like gets away. In the Japanese version, all he does is he starts charging a shot, and he's like, you you've gotten away too many times. He's like, you're not going to do this again. And Wiley says, and once again, this is the different version, the Japanese version. He says, you're a robot. You can't do that to me. And Mega Man doesn't respond. That's when uh, Base comes in and then scoops up Wiley and goes away. And so a part of me thinks, okay, so this was just American version just trying to be edgy, right? But, like, it's interesting to me, even in the Japanese version, Mega Man's reaction to the, the six opportunities that Wiley had before was that he was going to execute him. He was going to destroy he was going to kill. Well, you think the, the six times before he was going to kill him? No, no, no. I mean, he had had six opportunities oh, okay. to like you know make amends to the world, and he didn't. Every single time, he Wiley is like, "Oh, I'll never do it again." And then he's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm doing it again." But by the seventh time, Mega Man, as a robot, is like, "Nope, you're being executed." Mega Man decides, even in the Japanese version, even if you take out the angsty line of him being like, I'm more than a robot, even if you just take his silence as you know, even him being like a retrospective and be like, okay, yeah, no, I can't kill him. But there is a moment where Mega Man contemplates the murder of a human, Dr. Wily. I think that's kind of heavy. That is heavy. And he should have done it. I mean, probably should have blown Wiley away. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. There's what Mega Man eight, nine, and ten, soon to be eleven. Yep. Wiley is the reason why the Sigma virus exists. There's a lot of history involved in here, and I think if Mega Man could look back on it, he'd realize he was wrong. And then the Mega Man X series comes in, goes back in time, and kills Wiley for good. You know, Ooh. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do something like that. Well, they had the Mega Man X uh, crossover in the Mega Man uh, anime. <laughs> That doesn't count. Uh, no, I mean, no. don't be wrong. I remember that, and it was awesome. I love that series. I it, it didn't hold up, do but I enjoyed do it. Super fighting robot, Mega, Mega Man. It was great. I loved it. I, I, it I was, watched. It. it was so cheesy. I watched it like every morning before school. Oh. I, I really enjoyed it, um, but it, it was really cheesy. It was really cheesy. But man, Mega Man X was sweet, and then Vile came in. Yep, dude, Vile's awesome. I wish they had had more episodes, but it was only two seasons. It's only two seasons. Yeah, I watched it so many times. I guess I was watching the same episodes over and over again, though. Yep. Um, I do want to say one last thing about this game, and it is the current world record speed run. Oh. Any percent. Do you want to guess how quick it is? Well, if I was playing through it, I go through the whole game and I get every secret, but I would say that it takes me uh, quite a few hours to beat it. I would say it probably takes me... I don't know, three-ish hours, All right. roughly. So, so this is any percent, so it completed as fast as possible. Right, yeah, so I, I'm going to say an hour and a half. It is 33 minutes and 53 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah. And, and they just blitz through the bosses and then blitz to the end of the game? Then, basically, huh? yeah. It's it's held by Almond City, and it was a record from this past year. It was really? uh, uh, February 3rd. Interesting. Or this year, I'm sorry, not this past year, February 3rd of 2018. Oh, 2018. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I don't know who Almond City is, but his name sounds delicious. It does sound like, I just think of like roasted almonds. I really enjoy roasted almonds. But uh, Mega Man 7 is 
pretty cool game. Uh, it's it's not one of my favorites. Uh, when it comes to Super Nintendo Mega Man games, I'll probably lean more towards X. Oh, everybody but... leans towards X. And I totally get it. X is a great game. You know, I, I don't mean disrespect to X because it is a phenomenal game. And I don't mean risk disrespect to any of the, you know, NES Mega Man games because they're all great games. But seven is my favorite. It's nobody else's favorite but mine. Just like six is my favorite. And nobody else's favorite is six. Yeah, everyone hates on six. I know. So you know how it feels then. Oh, I know exactly how it feels. And I can't wait till we talk about eight and the ball and and all that wonder. The ball. By the way, it's a huge resource in the speedrunning. Of what? The ball is. In eight? In eight. Huge resource. Interesting. It's it's something, if you haven't looked at a speedrun of a Mega Man game, I recommend highly check out Mega Man 8 speedrun, check out a Mega Man X speedrun, and then watch a Mega Man 2 speedrun. They're both just really, really unique. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I did want to chat about the music, of course. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. I almost uh, went on to the next topic. Oh, no. No, no, no. We got a music lot to play. is huge. We got a lot to play. <laughs> this game has an awesome soundtrack. The, it's, it's good. The music is composed by Yuko Takehara. Toshihiko Horiyama, and Makoto Tomozawa. Takehara worked on Mega Man 6, Mega Man X, and a lot of the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom uh, fighting games of like the uh, the 90s, like Mega Man X-Men, stuff like that, or Mega Man X-Men, I'm sorry, like Capcom Capcom, and X-Men, stuff like that. Uh, Horiyama uh, worked on Mega Man X as well. Uh, Tomozawa worked on Mega Man X as well as Mega Man Legends. Oh... Nice. And uh, there's some uh, 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 fun Easter eggs in here as well that we'll get to. But uh, the first song we have for you is the intro song. It's the uh, song that plays at the uh, uh, start of the game when you first begin. And basically to set the stage, Mega Man has just been informed that uh, there is an attack at the prison and Mega Man is rushing to prevent Wily from escaping, which is honestly kind of a really cool opening. Yeah. I used to play that song on like repeat and it's a fairly it's it's not like the most repetitive song ever but it's a, a little no, on the repetitive it side is, yeah but it's it's really like I, okay as i'm listening to the music right it's not Mega Man x completely but it but it doesn't have that like twangy rock that uh, x yeah, does. i didn't like that a lot on the Mega well, Man. then x as we listen so to these songs good. yeah you'll you'll uh uh you didn't like Mega Man x's Man, you have weird taste in music. Anyway. Because I, 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 I didn't grow up with Super Nintendo, so I, I, I missed that whole generation. I went right from a Nintendo to a Sega to a PlayStation 1. 
and I miss the Super Nintendo completely. Miss the Super Nintendo, one of the greatest systems ever. I know, ever. right? That's I so regret sad. it. Trust me. Yeah, no, it's I, a huge regret. So this next song is one of your favorites, right, Chops? Yes, of the soundtrack. Yes, uh, this one is the Robot Museum, and this is where you buy your uh, gear. No, I can't remember which what part this is. Oh no, this is the midway point. Of the, the midway game. point. That's uh, it. The mid stage. They uh, they basically break into the Robot Museum to steal old robots right. like Gutsman and stuff. And uh, later you actually fight a uh, boss that uses Gutsman's parts. Yes, I remember. And that. he's like become a part of a tank, yes. which is really cool. All right. So Let's go on. when you had said that the robot museum was one of your favorites I it was like oh that's kind of weird to me I don't know why but now that I'm Do thinking you know about why? it because it's a clash of all the like old themes of uh, Mega Man that's exactly right it's a medley of all old Mega Man songs it's pretty great that's it's why a cool I like one. it it's it I didn't I didn't expect it like yeah. like like okay it starts out like oh that sounds familiar and then it goes into another one. I'm like, oh, that sounds oh, familiar. Wait, that sounds familiar too. And then like, I just <laughs> in my head, I default to what the next song is in the game, uh-huh. and I expect that. And then it's not that. And I'm like, oh, oh. But then I get excited again because it's another one I like. That's great. So I, that's why I really like it. But that's you know, that's just me being weird. Um, but this one, it's weird. I'm choosing another weird. It's not a song of this game, but it yeah, is of this game. It is in the game, but it is not of this game. Right, right. In Shade Man's level, yes. there is an unlockable Easter egg where you can change the theme of the song. Now, Shade Man's level is cool. It's yeah. real spooky. But there's he- a spookier song out there. Yes, yes. And, and it oh, is sorry. another Capcom game. And let's just roll it and see if uh, people can uh, guess it. Uh, you have until the end of us playing the song to uh, remember what this is in your head. But it's not Mega Man.
Final Guesses. I, I just want to keep playing it. It's so good. It's so good. That is, of course, the theme to Ghouls and Ghosts. Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Whatever right. you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. But Ghosts and Goblins. Yes. yes. And it's, it's so good. I just... Oh. Yeah. I, you, I like that song a lot. Yep. The, uh, the incredibly brutally difficult platformer from Capcom... They uh, swipe the song for a uh, Easter egg for this level. Yeah, I, and I wish they did that more often in, yeah. in the Mega Man games. Just because it, you're you spend so much time in these levels that the music is great, but it can get repetitive. Sure, especially but, if you play it a lot of times or if you keep dying in a certain right. part. But like if you hold B, you just hold B, and you get this alternate song when you yep. go in. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. It's they they did a a, a really good job. Uh. Now I. Uh, uh, we do have a uh, a Wiley stage. Yes, this song is my next one. Yeah, this is another Chops pick, uh, which isn't to say it's not one of my favorites as well. I I really enjoy the soundtrack. So this is uh, Wiley stage four. Uh, so this is the final Wiley stage music before you fight uh, the the you know big bad boss himself. is a really cool one it's uh it just reminds me of original mega man <laughs> that's why it's it's it, it reminds me it just like and it, it's like the it it seems like the journey's end you know mm-hmm. like that final push through the game the sun setting and you got to beat this last boss and you can go home and save the world or say you save the world and everything i don't know it's just it i get a, this nostalgic feeling when i listen to it now speaking of having the sunset and walking away with your back turned to your enemies and stuff. <laughs> we have the ending to Mega Man 7, the final credit run. And uh, this was probably, because the final boss is so difficult, I would say that this is probably one of the more memorable end credit themes to me as a kid. Because the final boss was really tough. Mega Man games in general are fairly hard. You know, Mega Man 7 is not super difficult, especially if you get all the fun stuff and, you know, and everything. But, uh, but no, the, the final boss battle is really tough. And uh, it is a Mega Man game that I beat before Xander. Oh, you hold this over his head, huh? I, this is about my only Mega Man chi- achievement that I have above Xander is the fact that I uh, uh, beat Mega Man 7 before him. I... Uh, he didn't beat it very much longer after me because he was not thrilled at that fact. But regardless, I uh, really how, I want to know how this went down. What what? How did it come about that you told him? Uh, we had been, I, if I'm not mistaken, and Xander may end up correcting me if I'm I'm misremembering this, but I do believe uh, we had been talking uh, around. You know, uh, uh, when we you know first become friends, maybe a little after or whatever. And we it was revealed that you know like you know I never beat Mega Man Seven up to that point, and. Uh, I, 
if I'm not mistaken, it was sort of like this like mad rush to like see which of us could like beat the uh, you know Wiley bef- you know before the other. It was either that, and I might mix that up, be mixing that up with another game. I don't remember now fully, but uh, it might even just be the fact that I remember talking to him on the phone as he was trying to beat it, and he was just like, "He's like, this is stupid, and I hate it. This is like the hardest thing ever." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, it sucks." Yeah, and he he did of course beat it, but I uh, I uh, you have to use Springman's weapon on him, which shoots out sideways yes. to you, like and it bounces. Yeah, so like it's not like a straight shot. You have to get really close to this thing, and so it's really tough. It's it's a pretty hard uh, final boss. But after uh, Mega Man threatens to kill Wily, and Wily escapes once more, uh, Mega Man blows up Wily's fortress. And with the exploding fortress in the background, Mega Man walks silently forward, and this is the song that plays. Probably one of my favorite just Super Nintendo songs in general, honestly. Really? I really, really like that song. It's really good. It's I, I'm surprised by the soundtrack from me listening to it only a few times. Mm-hmm. But it's better to me, I think, than Mega Man X music. Hey, no, I, I'm I'm proud of Mega Man X that it does get the uh, chop seal of approval. Uh, it's uh, a little weird that it comes at the expense of Mega Man X, but well, regardless. I, I know if Xander was here right now, he'd have a huge hullabaloo about me saying that. Yes. he is a avid fan of Mega Man X music. Oh, and I love it too. I, I, I think that it is kind of weird that you're not as big of a fan of it, but I mean, this is a Mega Man 7 episode. I'll take what I can get. That's right. So, um... That's that's it for Mega Man 7, right? Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Mega Man 7 is out on the, uh, what is it, Mega Man Legacy Collection? Uh, Legacy Collection? Maybe? Anniversary Collection? Anniversary. I think it's the Anniversary Collection. I think it's... I think anniversary- the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 has come has to come out. Oh, it came out, didn't it? Yeah, well, it's out on PS2 and Xbox, and then soon to be out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, PS4 and Xbox. Oh, right, PS... Yeah. Right, sorry, I'm thinking retro. PS4 yeah. and the Xbox One. Yes. Uh, it's already out, been out for a while. Uh, but uh, but soon enough, it's coming out on the Switch. And, uh, you know, for, for our retro fans out there who have a Switch, I'm sure that, you know, the uh, Legacy Collection is uh, a go-to purchase. Give Mega Man 7 another shot. I really love it. The music's awesome. I, uh, I, I It's my favorite Mega Man game. I, I can't get enough of it. All right, you heard it from uh, Craig WK's mouth. If you don't get it, you're dumb. 
I, you know what? I, I, I didn't say those words, but I'm going to back those words up. <laughs> right. If you don't get it, you're dumb and I hate you. Perfect. All right. So let's get into our uh, retro relapse for this episode. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro relapse. All right. So, oh God! So, <laughs> oh God! We've got a winner of a game oh, this week again, uh, hurting you with these retro real life choices. Did you notice that I picked out the this this one and the previous one, right? You know, I've been noticing you've been picking out quite a few that I've been pretty miserable. Uh, yeah, you remember when I it. lost privileges of doing that back in our old show with Grim on this? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you knew about that. I oh, we played American Gladiators for the Sega Genesis. Oh God! Came out in 1991. Oh God! And oh, oh God. it's bad. It is really, it really is. bad. Oh, boy. So you, for those unfamiliar, American Gladiators was a, a game show in the very early 90s. In fact, uh, I think it started in, what, 89, the show? Uh, the show started from 18, 1989 to 1996, and then they had a relaunch in 2008. <laughs> ooh, we see how well that went. Uh, ooh, 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Maybe it's time for another reboot. <laughs> sure, why not? Where's Leila Ali at? Probably not doing a whole lot else. Oh, gosh. Uh, so American Gladiators was a, a game show where they had like all these different like you know contests where like one was like you you jousted at each other with like these like foam bats off like yes. these platforms. So, so you, they had your everyman and you're competing against other people uh, to do the to do the best, but you're competing against American Gladiators. So there's yep. multiple contestants then that are competing against Gladiators in different events, and then whoever does the best goes on to the final eliminator so you have joust where you're hitting each other with big giant q-tips yep. standing on a on a on a platform, cushion platform yeah. with a helmet on you have powerball where you're rolling around powerball is uh, i think where you're rolling around um yeah like in a giant ball I'm sorry, you have no, to, at, at, that's atlasphere 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 uh um, powerball is um where you take a ball, it's like a soccer ball on one side, and you have to get it into like a canister, like a trash can. Oh, kind of shape. yeah, yeah, and yeah. You throw yeah. it in, you get different um, points based on which ones. If it's whether in the outside circle or the inside circle, you get different points for uh, for your score. That's right. And then assault. Well, that was the one that I actually kind of enjoyed in the game that I only got to play a briefest of moments of. So in the show, it's a lot better. Well, yeah, I would hope. Well, because in in the show and in the game, it's terrible because it's it's the best of them, but it's not good. Because what you do is at each station, so you're in a in a long long kind of arena looking Mm -hmm. thing. You have a gladiator up top who's shooting you from a air powered tennis ball shooting gun (laughs) with a screen and the goal is you're going Uh. from these stations to stations that are getting closer and closer to reach this goal and each station you're supposed to be able to shoot a a ball at a target that's underneath the gladiator that's supposed to shut down their gun and and you can run free in the show oh And, and like when you hit the target like air comes up you know like oh like it's it's shot down and it flashes red and it powers down but but what's cool about it is you have um, like a hand one at the beginning stages. So it's like a real weak one, almost like air pump. And you like mm-hmm. pop a, a tennis ball out and you go get it 
there you go. Uh, another one is is like a, a cannon position that's like, you know, like picture like a harpoon gun kind of thing. Boom. And then another one is a side shoulder mounted Nerf bazooka. It, 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 it legitimately has a warhead that looks like a rocket propelled grenade <laughs> that you shoot in them. A Nerf RPG. Yes, that's what's so great about this show. A Nerf Panzerfaust, if you will. I hate you because it's dumb. I like Nerf RPG better. Um, <laughs> Panzerfaust is a German I, one. It's way too, way too deep there, Craig. Right, fair enough. <laughs> um, I'll take that. But it's that that one's my favorite in the show, just because it's ridiculous. Like you're hiding behind these like clear plastic walls trying to shoot Nerf-style real <laughs> weapons at someone. Uh, it's great. This game ruins it. Completely ruins that event. This, yeah, it, it, uh, uh, and, and it's funny because that event is still somehow the most fun of the games in the Sega Genesis <laughs> no, version of American I really Gladiators. Like the, uh, I really like the atmosphere. The one that you got like two points on and the enemy got seven? Yeah, yeah, you rolled around in the giant hamster wheel, hamster ball. I hated that one. <laughs> That's another one. That's what's so great about the show is like everything's followed up by like cold air being blown out of it. So in the in the atmosphere, that's what you, when you get the points and you land in the dome or the the convex um, or concave. Was it concave or concave? Con- concave, I concave think. Concave yeah. hole. The air shoots up to show that you got your points. Um, that's oh man, that's so over the top at nineties. The controls are terrible. Oh god, the game's so we bad. We tried to enter it in our name, and you literally have to press. The C, the extra Sega buttons, you can't use the D-pad to move through the letters. You have it's to use so buttons. weird. It had to be like because of the controller settings or something. But like, yeah, when we were playing it with the six-button controller, left, right, and up weren't doing anything. Yeah. So you had to like hit buttons on the controller to move yourself. And like, and it was annoying because like even when you entered in your name, it would be like next fighter begin, and mm-hmm. it was like oh, okay, so you click, and then it would like you'd enter in another name, and it was like yeah. what the heck's going on? And it only later dawned on us, oh, we're hitting next fighter. You need to go down to begin. We right. thought it was all just one thing, like next, like next, like gladiator begin. Yes. You know? Now, here's a uh, a very serious question for you, chops. Yes. What were some of the names of these American gladiators? Yes, because the game was so bad, we have to talk about the show. So, yes, you've got laser and zap, you, hawk. Ah! We'll just alternate here. You can get the next one. Turbo, ice, nitro, Gemini, the host. Oh, my favorite right here. <laughs> Diesel. Diamond. Blaze. Tower? Yep. Uh, get an announcer. Sky. Saber. Lace. And Lace. Uh, so let's rank these names because this game is terrible. Um, <laughs> let's say, let's do the, let's do our top five. So what's your, uh, your number five? Number five for me has got to be Nitro. Nitro? Um, my number five, let's see, is going to be, I'm going to go with Saber. Saber? Oh, wow. Now, Saber, yep. I think, would be my number four. Number your, Oh, your number four. Well, Nitro is my number four. Oh, man. Uh, I think my number three has got to be uh, Tower because that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life for a name. Your my, name is Tower. <laughs> my number three is Blaze. Blaze. Uh, I think my number two might be Hawk. Hawk? Just because I like the ah! Okay. My number two is Tower because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think my number one is Gemini. Oh, mine's Diesel. <laughs> All Diesel. the way. Diesel. 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 <laughs> 
come on. If you're hearing that in a crowd, whose name is Diesel? Uh, monster truck drivers <laughs> and Vin. Um, yeah, and Vin. That's about it. That's I, I I and the only reason I really like Gemini is because of Gemini Man from uh, we Man. we didn't even talk about anything about this game. So it's made by developed by Incredible Technologies. Well, and published by Game Tech. Chops. Uh, who cares? This game is garbage, <laughs> and I hate it. It came out in 1991, uh-huh. and then there's also you could do like the one-on-one matches. You could do the tournament mode, and then the tournament mode you get to do the wall. Uh, and then you get to do the Eliminator, which was just basically just alternating two buttons, running as fast as you A can. And C. A and C. It was super awkward. It's it, it, it. The controls are garbage anyway, but like it's just super uncomfortable. And like the the speed you have to hit those buttons it honestly really hurts hard. your hand. I was getting tired. Yeah, I'm not used to that. I haven't done that in f- years. It was bad. And the music. Now you love the music on this one, right? It was, it was a little repetitive. The same music throughout the whole game. Yep. Every screen, every match, mm-hmm. same music. Same music, yeah. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, it was bad. The events didn't have different themes. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know American Gladiators well enough to know if that was like the theme music to the show. I couldn't tell you either. I don't know if I remember the theme music to American Gladiators. I, I, don't. I don't know if I care enough about the theme music to well, American Gladiators. You should, but I, I don't, don't know if I should. I don't either. It's it, it, this game was garbage, and on the eight bit scale, chops. What do you give it? I'm giving it a one point five. <laughs> uh, the only reason I'm giving it a two out of eight is because it brought us so much joy talking about the old show. Oh yeah, I I, I guess. Oh, then I'll give it a two. Yeah, right, yeah, fair yeah that's fair. That's fair. I, I, no, no, no. One point five. I'm sticking my gun. Yeah, no. Stick, no, stick to your stick to your gun. The on game that is one. terrible controls, but everybody should play it. <laughs> no, everyone should just watch everyone YouTube clips of the TV play. show. Nope you gotta you gotta force your friends <laughs> to try to enjoy this game. Oh lord. Oh man. All right. So that's been our retro relapse. Uh, we also have our NES bracket to talk about. Yeah, here. we have some uh, uh, fun ones today. Uh, so first up, we have from Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse, a song uh, that is uh, uh, very cool. It's uh, composed by, and I'm trying to remember here, it's from Konami, of course. It's a Castlevania game, but it was composed by a, a team of Hidenori Mezawa, Yun Funahashi, Yuki Morimoto. And Yoshinori Sasaki. Uh, Castlevania 3 is uh, uh, pretty renowned for its great music. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, it actually has two versions of a soundtrack, technically. The Japanese version has a slightly different so- uh, uh, song uh, uh, selection because they had a chip in the game that allowed for some more bass. Oh, really? Yeah. You you don't really get, like, unless you're really listening to, like, both the versions side by side, You it's hard to kind of pick up on it. But uh, this is a song from Castlevania Three called Beginning.
believe this is our first Castlevania song. Is it? I think in the brackets so far, we've not had a Castlevania song yet. And Castlevania music is some... Are you sure? I'm very sure. I'm, in fact, looking at the brackets right now, and I do not see it. Uh, I mean, it's not to say it might not come in the future, of course. Okay. But but so far in our brackets, this is the first uh, example of Castlevania music. That song, it has parts that remind me of another song. Probably from another Castlevania song. Is that it? I would imagine. Okay. Uh, Now, here's the thing, though. It, it is kind of funny that this song might remind you of some other uh, music out there because the next game we have is another Konami game. And one of the composers is, just like in Castlevania 3, Hidenori Meizawa, who we just heard, and Kiyohiro Sada. Uh, this is from Contra uh, for the Nintendo uh, and uh, this particular theme is a, uh, uh, a pretty fun one. It starts off almost a little repetitive, so you'll have to give it a moment. We'll uh, you know, get you through the, uh, that part, and uh, it is the boss theme from Contra. theme in Contra reminds me of the, uh, there's one of the first bosses in the game is this just horrible alien monstrosity and you have to like shoot up at it. His, his, so uh, the glitch streams this game and speed runs, uh, yeah. speed runs it. His arms are like these curled things yeah. and they flop around it's this big alien head and he like spits flames out from his mouth and yeah you gotta shoot the arms off and then you gotta shoot his head. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I it's honestly utterly just horrifying, and mm-hmm. it remind. And the whole game in general is very modeled after uh, the uh, the works of H. R. Giger, uh, the you know who designed, of course, the aliens from the movie Alien, right. which this is heavily influenced from. And uh, like, kudos to them for making a Nintendo game with like Lovecraftian horrors in it. Like, it's just like that thing's terrifying. Yeah, and and base them off of real life uh, war group. Like Contra was a real life name of a, of a real like a group of of like marines or something like that uh yeah or were I, they uh i forgot what it stood for yeah contra is uh oh what was it again uh contra um it, it, i'll it, have to look it up yeah it, it's it's something i i don't remember off the top of my head and i'm i'm normally pretty good about like war history stuff i uh i don't really remember honestly which is a, a shame. Um, I mean, in, in like just the dictionary, it's just the contra is like a you know against or contrary. Uh, but uh, but there is something involving uh, contra in like uh, uh, military history, and I I don't I don't remember offhand. But in any event, uh, we have uh, you know these uh, two great songs, you know the contra boss theme and beginning from uh, Castlevania Three. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Contra is 
it was a force in Nicaragua. Is that right? Nicaragua. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, he was uh, back in front of right-wing rebel groups that were active in 1979 to the early 90s. There we go. Yeah, they were uh, uh, not necessarily like the American army or anything, but it was armies that America was funding to like basically fight our battles for us. Right, and it, so Contra comes from the Spanish Contra, which means against. <laughs> go figure. Contra go. comes from Contra. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm sure, where they got the name for the game, though. Yeah. Absolutely. I. Uh, and uh, but yeah no I, I I'm glad you found that fact because it would have been bothering me it would have bothered me too <laughs> so I uh, aside from uh, uh, chatting about our uh, NES brackets I uh, don't forget that if you want to uh, vote and be involved with this make sure to join our Facebook page uh, make sure to join us and uh, we'll uh, you know have you uh, you know be able to vote and everything that'll be fun uh, you can join us on the Discord uh, you can of course chat with us there about old video games and just about anything else really uh aside from that uh make sure you uh visit patreon.com slash gamezilla media as legend of retro is of course a part of the gamezilla media crew and we have a nice perk where uh once a month we draw a name at random for our five dollar patrons and above and uh we of course uh give you the uh, right to choose a retro relapse of your choice in the uh, coming months uh next uh a recording session Yes, and if you are interested in becoming a patron, you also get behind-the-scenes episodes for our podcast that comes out on Wednesdays called Noobs and Dragons, where Craig is the Dungeon Master for myself, Jazzy, and Grimlock. We're playing through our first campaign of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and that uh, the same $5 perk that you get for being a part of getting the Legend of Retro, uh, uh, or choosing Retro Relapse for Legend of Retro, gets you the -the behind-the-scenes monthly show. You know, so I mean, it's not like you're doing separate perks or anything. It's all the same. Yep. And then listen to the Games of the Podcast on Tuesdays is when the episode drops, but they are live on Twitch on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the Games of the Alpha Show, which comes out on Sundays, but you get early access if you are a patron member. So uh, go to gamesofthemedia.com to learn all about us and the Games of the Media group. Absolutely. Uh, it'll be uh, great to have you if you join up. Uh, we couldn't be doing it without our patrons. We definitely appreciate all of your support. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, Chops, you got any last-minute uh, parting shots here? I just want to say that I would like it if everybody posted in the Facebook group their favorite gladiator from American Gladiators. Uh, we all know the winner is Gemini. Well, we all know the winner is definitely Diesel. I think we can all agree, though, it's not Tower. No, no, Tower is at least second place. At oh, least. Probably third. Well, we'll see. But anyways, uh, thank you for listening to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. We'll see you all next time when, when the, the legend, legend continues. continues.